Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, Alistair, yes, Andy. Well, on October 7th, at 6 a.m., we're going to be starting the 400th episode of Two in the Think Tank. Oh, what? But why are you telling me this on the 401st episode? Well, that's the because 401st. <laughs> because we're not very good at planning things. But I'm telling you this so that you can. we're going to be live streaming it from Stupid Old Studios. And if you want to watch, you can go to Stupid Old Channel and look at the stream. We're going to be streaming yeah, on, from YouTube. The, on, the, on YouTube. On the YouTube. That's yeah. right. So, and there'll be special guests be from special all your favorite local podcasts. Nick Mason just said he'll do it. Um, Matt Stewart Cass or somebody Page. from Do Go On suggests they will. Sans Pants people. Mm. Lisa Dib. The whole crew is going to... Seren Jayaman said that... Evan Munro-Smith, Beck Petratus. Seren. Yeah. I love Seren for a person I never see. I think of him so fondly. It's The fondness is so high. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's it's very in, easy to be fond of. Oh, man. He is... He's like... He's he's very fondful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like I've got a fond debt towards him. Even when you haven't met him, you're something like, anyway, fond I, Whenever I'm near near him or not near him, I sense a negative fond gradient. And mm. I feel the fondness being drawn out of me almost by osmosis. Like a fondness low pressure system. <laughs> <laughs> the winds of fondness just blow towards him. I love the idea of a wind of fondness. We should start the episode. Okay. Yes, that we've just done two episodes of Two in the Side Tank, and I think that was one of our opening songs that could have been almost indistinguishable from some of our animal noises. Animal noises that we do for the side tank. And you can experience those if you... Subscribe to the Patreon. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five, five sketch, sketch ideas. ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. Mm. And, and let's get straight into fondness low pressure systems caused <laughs> by Seren. Well, I'm, I guess I am interested in the fondness, but I'm interested in the idea of like a weather system for something other than wind. You know, I love the idea of sort of emotions or feelings um, being affected by the same kinds of atmospheric th- things, maybe being predictable, maybe, you know, you, as well as being a, uh, a, a, a meteorological weather report, you could get a sort of a, an emotional forecast for the next day about what the feelings will be around different places. This is very silly and very... You know nothing, else. but it, but it would it'd be a fun kind of satirical thing about 
mental health about weather reports and weather reports <laughs> and about how and uh, it seems like a uh, a uh, distraught sister is circling and uh, that's going to be sucking the energy out of uh, <laughs> you know that kind of thing yeah sisters yeah instead of system instead of a weather system it's a sister a weathered sister <laughs> a weathered sister <laughs> Depression? Do they talk about depressions in oh, in weather reports? Not really. God, that would be they? good, wouldn't it? That would make this would be so good. easy. They talk. They talk about that. I guess. Oh. Um, I mean, if when they they're didn't... referring to the ground, dirt, That's and stuff. Right. When dinosaurs walk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, could we get a weather report guy to talk about the dinosaur steps? I think if oh, you were trodden on by a dinosaur, you probably would experience depression. That's yes. probably into the ground. It, yeah, but yeah. Maybe also the fact that it's very sad that your life will. Not I continue. think that's a great. Um, that's a great cartoon, single panel comic, right? Single panel, and which in a way is a type of sketch, right? <laughs> okay, so here we go. This is All what right. it is. Bandish. I'll describe it to you. It's a big brontosaurus um, footprint, right? Okay, mm-hmm. in the bottom of the footprint, there is a squashed caveman. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm a, depressed. N- no, another caveman is looking over the edge of the oh. the divot. Oh, that's good. Right? He, and he's saying he represents the audience. <laughs> that's right. He's a, he's an audience surrogate. Okay. <laughs> so, some might say he's an unreliable narrator. Is he a narrator as well? He's also the narrator. Oh. Yes. And he says, "Ugh." You're in a depression. Uh, I found you in a depression. Okay. And Ugg, who's the one lying down in the bottom of the the footprint, says, well, how else do you expect me to feel? I've just been trodden on by a brontosaurus. That's good. What do you think of that? That's really good, Andy. <laughs> do you think I could sell that to the New Yorker? Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I reckon you could give it to the New Yorker. <laughs> And you know they could they could sort of take it, I suppose. They they're more of a one person says things kind of thing. You got to find a new uh, a city that has ah, that has two lines in the newspaper. Mm. You know what's a twin city thing? I think maybe it's because it's just Albury Wodonga. Albury Wodonga. If you go to the Albury Wodongan <laughs> newspaper. I assume if a single city has a single caption for yeah. their <laughs> comics in their newspaper, then, then a double a twin city should mm. have two captions in their newspaper. Comics. Are there, are there many twin cities? I think Albury Wodonga might be the only one. Uh, Andy, what about Budapest? <gasps> is that the case? Is that, so. is that what that is? Really? Great. I thought the pest was the river. What a pest. Hungary's right. capital is bisected by the river Danube. What's oh, the Danube? by the Danube. Um, Danube. The, its 19th century chain bridge connects the hilly Buddha district with flat pest. A funicular runs up the t- castle hill to Buddha's old town where the Budapest History Museum traces city life from Roman times onward. <laughs> that was very good, Alistair. You should write encyclopedia entries. 
That was that was fantastic. Yes. Well, I should write Wikipedia entries. That really rolls off the tongue and yes. into the ear. That's right. Well, I am a reliable narrator, if I am to be believed. Mm. Are there can 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 things roll off any? Is there any other way the that you can express yourself? Ear. You know, to roll roll off the tongue, but well, like roll you, beautifully else, into the ear. I think we've already talked about that on the podcast. Do have I we? We do well, I'm so we glad we could finally recently. stop talking about that. Uh, but you know it could if if you were expressing yourself in writing things could roll off the pen that's almost too literal yes well too obvious because of the ball pen the ballpoint pen what about roll off the pencil though Ah, oh, roll off the pencil. You could, if you were expressing yourself through dance, things could really roll well, off the know, leg. But even instead of a, an ink ball pencil, what about a lead ball pencil? <laughs> instead of an ink ball pencil, what about a lead ball pencil? Is that what you meant to say? Instead of an, these are your words. Instead of an ink ball pencil, yeah. How about a lead ball pencil? Now, Andy, what do you think? Do you that think that I meant saying? to say the incorrect thing, or do you think <laughs> I meant to say the correct thing? Well, Alistair, I think... Andy, I, you know, really figuring out what we're talking about is not the job of you or me, but it is the cor- it is for the correctional facilities of our brain, which is part of the subconscious and mm. therefore not us. Yeah. Okay? You're right. So you know that that was not my intention. Because in the same way in which what I said was not my intention. I, you know that the pure meaning mm-hmm. is my intention. <laughs> that is all. The fact that the body fails to get it out. Yeah, that was it, that wasn't you. The bit of the body me. that failed. That is yeah. the body that fails to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if your if your forklift collapses the entire shelving unit of your factory. Yeah. Right? Because of some <laughs> mistake. Is that what I wanted? <laughs> or is that just what happened? You know, some could say, Alistair, that that was the exact nature of my question. <laughs> that that's what I was trying to find out. I know. By but, asking but you if that's what you meant say. And say, you and some, knew and the some, answer. And some could go on to say, Alistair, that a lot of what we do on this podcast is deliberately saying silly things and getting things wrong. And sometimes the line between a thing that you intentionally said wrong and unintentionally said wrong is difficult to distinguish. And maybe that, that was the situation that I was in there. Yeah. And I think in a situation like the very specific one we just had where you were jumbling words between uh, concepts as part of what you were trying to say. That sounds very accusatory. (laughs) Sounds very uh, conscious, uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Not prejudicial. Um, (laughs) So is this what you were trying to say? Instead of an ink ball pen... Yes, you, an ink ball, uh, a, a, a lead ball pencil. You have a lead ball pencil. Okay. Or also, I have the problem pen. of, like, we don't often talk about an ink ball pen. 
right? That's not a phrase people use. So I'm already in unfamiliar it? territory. It's not like I'm playing with known units ball, of ink meaning. Ball pen is a very common ballpoint pen. Damn. But wait, what is an ink ball pen? A ball ballpoint pen. No, they talk about the ballpoint. Yeah. Yeah, right. Ballpoint pen. But you know, that's okay. I just needed to know. No, that's and- okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what? This whole conversation, I gotta say, you know, and I'm gonna take I'm gonna Some take responsibility, responsibility <laughs> for my subconscious making that that error. <laughs> I'll take one for my subconscious. I'll be the bigger man. I'll take 100% (laughs) responsibility for my subconscious making that error. (laughs) And if my subconscious offended you when it said that or upset anybody. If my subconscious in some way uh, interrupted the flow of conversation, I want to apologize, consciously apologize. From <laughs> on behalf on of, behalf of my unconscious body that you and felt that subconscious way. <laughs> that you felt that way I, as well. I think, I think incorporating the duality of the terrible <laughs> apologies of, with a good going into, so, yeah into a bad apology is really good. That's really good. <laughs> I think that's a great new frontier in ways to distance you yourself from your actions. <laughs> the duality. I mean, am I my mind? Am I am I my, any part of me? I'm sorry that the sounds coming out of my body um, upset you. I'm sorry that you felt upset by the sounds that my body made. <laughs> um, we are pretty tired and yeah. pretty deep into well, no, podcasting we've territory. We've gone far, but I have not. That What I'm trying to reach for is, did we have a mm. first idea? Because there's still nothing on the page. Wow, okay, great. Well, I think um, mind-body duality idea. apologies is an, is an oh, idea. Yes. Right? Um, and so that's what we were just talking about yeah, then. That's but, very good. Uh, I think also I'm I'm willing to accept that there might be a <laughs> an idea in a pen pen pencil a pencil if you will, <laughs> where you <gasps> use a rod you have a of pure ink. <laughs> I reckon this may already exist, but yes, a nice hard rod of pure ink, that could be something. But then you could have a a a tube full of ground-up graphite that is then rolled onto the page by a little ball at the end of your ballpoint pencil. Right, wait, wait, which wait, I say think, that last one, say that one, one more time. I think you could have a ballpoint pencil, which I think maybe was the idea you were trying to get at earlier, where you have the tube, instead of being full of ink, is full of ground-up graphite. You still have the ball on the end, and you... Yeah. And the other thing that I I wanted you to write down was my guy in the depression, Ugg, (laughs) caveman. I think that's a sketch idea as well. Oh, yes. Caveman, (laughs) a squished... Squished caveman Cave. in a depression. 
caveman, mm. depression, now, Sion. I think it's a shame that uh, cavemen were not alive at the same time as the dinosaurs. Wait, 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 I think wait, wait, wait. I have to go back again. I'm so sorry. I know I'm interrupting Flo. But what was the the thing that you had just said? My brain is now in I just lose everything instantaneously. You, you had mentioned the previous thing we had discussed, and it's gone. Not the squished caveman, but the thing before that. The ballpoint pencil. Oh, yes. This is not oh. really a comic idea. No, no. Well, but it maybe it could be. As in for a comic for a a newspaper? <laughs> for the New Yorker? <laughs> for the Aubrey the, Wodonga? The, I want you to know, when you said you tried to fix my idea, what you, I guess you interpreted as my, probably my subconscious <laughs> mistaken idea of a ballpoint pencil. Now, you said a powdered graphite in there, but I mm. want you to know that when I was saying it, the image that was within my mind, and this could be my subconscious's image, I can't label it until I see the public reaction, mm. um, <laughs> for sure, um, is that for me it was a solid rod of graphite and the ball... <laughs> Um, may or may not grind it down. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. It, yeah, uh, scrapes a bit off the... <laughs> so it's really just a middleman scraping middle a little man, bit of graphite almost, off the rod and mm, then laying it down onto the yeah. table. Maybe that it's could be a quite wet, a nice experience. Could be a wet rod. A wet rod. It could be molten graphite. You know, How do you be, feel about that? It could be that there's a, a graphite and a tube of water. In there, mm, sure. Know, maybe oil, maybe olive oil. Just a regular binder, you know. As I as I know work. from my thesis that I did my engineering thesis in the in the whale oil uh, as the potential of bind whale oil used in binding oils and colonial print media. Uh, what I do know is that oils are often used as binding oils, at least. At the very mm. least, in colonial print media. <laughs> um, now, would that be the case in contemporary media? Graphite used by, pencils. I say, and say in ballpoint pencils. <laughs> and could you <laughs> use potentially whale oil, maybe flaxseed oil, as is more commonly <laughs> used at the time of colonial times, of course? Uh, <laughs> This episode has a real tone to it. It has a real energy. There's something going on here. I don't. I don't. I don't hate it. I quite like it. Yeah. But it is. You know what I think it is. A Andy? little bit toxic. In many yes. ways. In many ways, this is the first. I think this could be the first time I'm using a pencil to write down the sketch ideas. Okay, that's what it is. That's what I'm picking up on. This could be you picking up. I thought there was a pencil vibe to this <laughs> episode, and I wasn't sure where it was coming you from. Pick up on the things that are the objects that are around me. It becomes very <laughs> obvious when there's a change in my okay. environment. I'm like now, a cat. I've become very distressed. <laughs> now, I, now I now I think back, and I'm having a, a flashback montage of every previous episode of Two in the Think Tank, and I'm remembering. Flashback to every episode. Yeah, that's right. Like one after another, I'm being assaulted by these images and everything's falling into place. And I'm just realising now that every other sketch idea you've ever suggested has been about a pen. (laughs) 
<laughs> and this is the first time I've realised. Oh my god! Oh, my secret has come out. It all makes sense. What about uh, oh, what about ink travelling down? <laughs> what about a little a little plastic <laughs> plug at the top, and then a uh, sort of a clear <laughs> plastic um, um, sort of hexagonal <laughs> uh, framework long tube? <laughs> <laughs> the, liquid, the liquid travels down the tube oh. and then is deposited onto the page. <laughs> um, um, what if a guy he's talking to his um, uh, page <laughs> and uh, black liquid starts coming out of his he's doing a handstand and a black liquid starts coming out of his mouth onto his page um, um and, and, um, um, and his name is big um and uh, and there's some big fingers. <laughs> Just grab him. <sighs> oh fuck! <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'll oh, get it together. <laughs> uh, oh god. Um. Uh, okay. What was I? I mean, do you want to Do you want to try and turn that into anything? Um, it made it's made yeah. me laugh more than right. anything that's ever happened on <laughs> okay, the podcast. Guy. By the way, whose I don't. <laughs> whose ideas are? <laughs> Wait. I think. I have think. Entirely. <laughs> you could find a way to turn that into a sketch where, like, you know, people are in a. And an I and a brainstorming an idea generation I mean, type it, environment. It could be academics and, looking back at different phases <laughs> of his career. <laughs> yes, and, then you go, and we think that that's because at that period he was using a pen <laughs> to write his ideas down. Yeah. I'm just going to be just people trying to do a brainstorm and there's one guy in the room and all his suggestions are about whiteboards and whiteboard markers and brainstorming sessions and (laughs) coming up with ideas. (laughs) Oh, he's kind of like a powder inside of like a wet, a wet material, like a sopping wet Sort of sponge inside a plastic tube. <laughs> and, like, he just presses himself up against the white wall. And as he does so, like, a perfect impression of him is left behind as he drags himself across the white wall. I mean, that's amazing imagery. And I think it. I think that's quite... I think I like that a lot. Did I tell you? some point one time we were doing sci-fi try guys i feel like i can tell the audience this yeah that made me laugh so much i farted (laughs) 
I'm so happy that you feel so comfortable with our audience that you can tell them that. Um, well, I can uh, I, look now that you feel that comfortable. I can tell my I can tell my audience, which is the members of the audience <laughs> who are okay with listening to me, um, that that we've we've had to do lice treatments in our house today. Um, that is, yeah. I mean, that's amazing to me, and it's also amazing to me that when you first discovered you were going to have to do lice treatments, you messaged me like. <laughs> we're going to have to do last treatments. I don't think I'm going to be able to. It felt like you were saying, I'm not going to be able to do any podcasts tonight. Well, <laughs> because I'm going to be doing last treatments for the next four hours. Well, I just, I thought that we were going to do like the kids and then us. And then I forgot that it just took 10 minutes of having the liquid <laughs> stuff in your head. But then you got to comb it through, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. I mean, I was very, I was very accepting of that, and that you needed the time or whatever. But then it was also, it was all over and done with. It felt like in about half an hour, yeah. And it was just, uh, but I know also you don't like having a, a lot of different tasks to complete. Man, you know? it's just like having more than one like event in a day mm. <laughs> mm. is truly like a tremendous ask. <laughs> And so having to work all day and then having a full night of ridding par ridding par I mean parasites from parasites. your body. Um, you know, whatever. How did, how how big did, can something be before it stops being a parasite and starts to become a predator? Well, you know? Well the thing is I think that if it's live if it requires you to remain alive in order sure. to um, subsist off you to subsist off you then yeah i guess that's the problem so so then i guess if we ate cows by just cutting off little bits mm. and then and we ate slow enough and we well, could if eat we just drink their milk i guess we are being parasites right mm -hmm. yeah. so if you're using a cow just for dairy you have a parasitic relationship with, with the a cow. cow yeah i think you're right that's great. That's really interesting. That's quite fun. Do you do you drink milk? You drink milk, right? They should they should call the dairy section because it's you know eggs and dairy. They eggs are the in the dairy for section. some reason. They should call. <laughs> yeah. That's the fun. Paras parasitic aisle. Like any. It's, a, it's a, well because and the same thing we have a parasitic well. relationship with apple trees. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But you know what? You know which ones we don't? Herbs. Yeah. No, we're predators on herbs. Predators we can feel herbs. good about that. Herb we're proper predators. <laughs> if, if only there was a word for that. <laughs> thing that eats herbs. Oh, I guess we'd call it a herb predator. <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, it makes me feel pretty tough. Yeah. But maybe it's because I'm picturing a guy called Herb. <laughs> you good. picture Homer's brother? No, I don't think I was picturing anybody in particular. But now that I'm on the spot, I'm going to say Herb Alpert and the Ooh. Tijuana Brass. <gasps> I think I have a Tijuana Brass album. Brass. I, I think you'll you probably would like it a lot. 
Yeah, no, I do. I, think I just listened to a Tijuana a Brass album, maybe with Chet Baker, just the other day. Yeah, yeah, wow, cool. But it wasn't as good as I would like. Ah, oh. <laughs> cool. For some reason, I was I I was doing a bit of research about Herb Alpert recently and was listening to a bit of his stuff. Came across my radar. I think he looked very good into his old age. What's his I name? think that got Herb Alpert. Herb Alpert. Yeah, I think he was keeping it real tight, and I think that got my attention. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you know any? I mean, the thing is, is that if you're a jazz musician and you live beyond sixty. It's mm. already a tremendous thing. Like, I mean, yeah. if you want to have a beautiful experience of looking at somebody, have a have a Google of what Sonny Rollins looks like these days. Wow, okay. I didn't know Sonny Rollins was still alive. That doesn't seem right to me. No, it doesn't feel right. But this is what happens when jazz musicians live beyond 60. Yeah. I mean, I'm not Our telling you... can't handle I'm not it. telling you that he's absolutely blowing horns right now but like his Mm. let's say his last 15 years of looks have been unbelievable (laughs) cool all right i'll check that out alistair i was saying before about cavemen i mean about how they weren't giving him a medal sorry (laughs) (laughs) apologies sorry what were you about to say i was saying we know that cavemen weren't alive at the same time as the dinosaurs that's what we know. But but if we ever invent time travel, I think we should take some caveman back to the time of the dinosaurs. Fix the error. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, that's really good. Cuz I think what we we when we think about time travel, we tend to think about us going to different times. Right? That's I think I think of that as first order time travel us going to the future us going to the past but then once we're in the past we can take people from the past to other points in the past right. or in the future and I think of that as second order mm-hmm. that's a that's a more advanced higher level form of time travel now where things are really getting interesting we're really jumbling shit up okay mm-hmm. and I think taking cavemen back to the time of the dinosaurs and and seeing how it does play out. Is it like the Far Side comics? That's what I'd like to know. I would like that a lot. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't even... The thing is that even if it isn't, could we go back in time and make it so that it is? <laughs> is like the, the Far yeah. Side comics. <laughs> yeah. Great. You know, could we go even further back in time <clears throat> and somehow fix and, it? And then we'll be able to look at the Far Side comics and say, wow, these were actually very prescient, albeit prescient about things that happened in the past, but didn't happen in the past until the future. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Yeah, if you I know mean, what I mean. Yeah, of course. But you know, the thing is, is that as long as we're fixing history, because mm. that's kind of what's missing from reality, is the ability to fix history's wrongs by actually mm. instead of fixing the present, but fixing mm. the actual history. Fixing the present, which we're already so good at. <laughs> well, you don't have to fix the president if, if, if the present, if the the past it, it, is fixed. It's correct. Yeah, that I mean is, that's the problem. There's there's barely enough time to squander as it as it is. Squander is such a good word. If we can go into the past, we'll finally be able to squander all the time. <gasps> Could we squander the future? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. With time travel, there'll be no time that you no. won't be able to squander. We're so disappointed not about a moment squandering not squandered. the past. <laughs> I'm not going to waste a moment not squandering. Is there? Do you think there's a way from the present that you could squander the entire future? <laughs> I think we're on that path. <laughs> I think we're giving it a red hot go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like anything. The key to squandering the the, the future is to squander the present. That's all you can yeah. do. That's all what you can hope for. Oh, Squ- you know, squander every moment. God, it is fun saying squander. squander. You're right. It's a treat. Squander. Whoever worked on that word really, the they first, knocked it out of the, the park. The first bit of it is so bird-like. <laughs> yeah. Squander. <laughs> Bird. There's not a bird that actually can that can actually pronounce squaw, is there? Like we say, they squawk, but they probably cock or something like that, don't they? <laughs> well, how are they doing the s? That's what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. that's a real, that's a lippy kind of. Well, it's not even lippy. It's but it's like it's like kind of teethy. Tonguey and oh, teethy, is. yeah, it's teethy. Tonguey and teethy. I, yeah. I think they could, they could, they could squander. They could probably squander. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If they could. <laughs> squander, squander. But like, they don't have teeth, so how are they making that really high pitched s sound? I think their bodies. I mean, this is the thing. Their bodies are so different to ours. They've probably evolved special organs we don't even understand for making that sound. To make that, yeah, exactly that s sound. Um, okay, well, maybe I'm just squander. underestimating. We've got the wandering albatross. How about this? The squandering albatross. No, forget that. Forget that idea. Oh, or you imagine that I am able to completely erase. Such a beautiful idea from my mind. Well, good luck to me, Andy. That's what all I say. And good luck to the listeners. Once you've painted such a beautiful image into their heads Mm. and now you want them to just delete it. How about this? (laughs) A Hotel Rwandering Albatross. Eh? Hotel Rwandering Albatross. Now, you know that movie... (laughs) With Don Cheadle. Is it Don Cheadle? Yeah, Don Cheadle. Hotel Rwanda. It's so amazing that he's just American. There was one movie where he was British, and I think most people thought that he didn't have a very good British accent in it. And yet, I only know him as British. He is British, isn't he? No, Don Cheadle. Is he not British? No way, because there's that interview with him and... 
and the the short comedian. Um, Kevin Hart. Yeah, and Kevin Hart, where <laughs> it's one of the best little moments in an interview where he's like, Don Cheadle is clearly being serious. You know, he's being his genuine actor self. Serious self, yes. You know, and then he's like, because, you know, like, I'm 53. And um, and then Kevin Hart goes, damn! <laughs> <laughs> and it's a sit-down interview. And Don Cheadle seems very offended about it. And then, is, is Kevin Hart interviewing him or is Kevin Hart also him. in the film no, and it's he's a interviewing him. <laughs> and Kevin Hart just can't believe he's he only 53? He's, no, he, he yells 50, something like 53 or 54 and he yells because he thinks that that's really old. <laughs> <laughs> and then Don Cheadle's face gets very serious. Oh, Oh wow! And then, and then Kevin Hart's face gets a little bit serious, and then he says, "I'm sorry." <laughs> uh, I should check this out. Yeah. yeah, it's a very beautiful moment. And in, 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 as a big fan of Don Cheadle's comedy, and uh, and, and just, Kevin Hart's a guy who's just dramatic acting, he's a, he's not from Britain, Brit- <laughs> yeah. Brittany. I've always said Don Chittle's one of my favorite favorite British comedians. So <laughs> he's not, neither <laughs> a comedian anybody, or British. anybody asks me, he's one of the most genuine people, other than the guy, the who rapper plays, genuine plays plays the song Pony genuine mm. Um, mm. in existence. Yeah, great. Genuine, the first word is gin, isn't it? Like in gin, it's G-I-N, gin-u-wine, and then wine, like wine. I'm going to try to figure this out for you. Yeah, it's gin-u-wine. And we have a friend, uh, Lisa Dibb, who's going to be on the 300th episode. 400th episode. 400th episode. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's an extra 100 episodes. Anyway. (laughs) Sketches. Sketches that we have to come up with, but who... Reminds us on uh, Twitter, which I also only known as as Blue Blue Sky or X, mm. that his real name, genuine, is Elgin Baylor Lumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't seen this. <laughs> his real name is what? El Elgin Elgin Baylor Lumpkin. Is his real name? <laughs> no. Better known by his name. stage name, Genuine. Well, when you say better known, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know him better. I'm enjoying it much more when I hear Elgin Baylor Lumpkin. <laughs> Why do you think he felt a stage name was necessary? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he thought it was better. <laughs> Yeah. Just letting you know that he's yeah, also known that. as Tornado. Wow. Hmm. Wow. 
Amazing. Yeah. How many sketch ideas, if you can call them that, have we written down One, two, now, Alistair? Three, four. Oh, technically, we've actually written down five. Oh, my that's God. That's incredible. That's okay, actually Alistair. a miracle, Andy, because I don't feel like <laughs> you've come up with that, but that's great. Um, uh, now, Andy, are you okay if I go to three <laughs> words from a listener? Yeah, yeah, really okay. Um, now, so okay. Three, the three words today. My face is hurting. Great. Great. That's all I need to know. Mm. All I need to know is that you're in pain and then I can move forward. I can continue mm. with my life. Um, <laughs> today's words come from Seon. Now, Seon. Yes, Seon. Seon. I worry. I worry that this Seon, is an Irish name Seon. of some sort or a, Seon, or a, a, a Welsh name. Um, and that I'm pronouncing it very wrong. It could be Sean, perhaps. <gasps> Wait. Yeah. Let me just. Cyan. No, that's not entirely the same pronunciation, uh, same mm. spelling. But it could be Cyan. Just letting you mm. know. I'm just letting you and all the viewers of my audio words know um, mm. that it could be Cyan. Now, Andy, do you want to try and guess what? Scion's three first of three words is, and I want you to know okay, it's not whatever you say the first thing. Wow. Okay. Um, so well, just move. Then straight I'll on think to of something thing. else. Okay. Crowbar. What's that? Crowbar. Oh, there's a lot of. There's like a very similar amount of letter placements. <laughs> Well, I don't know what that means, but okay, I'll take it. Um, fragrant. Fragrant. Okay. You know, like crow yeah, It's yeah. almost like crow brar. <laughs> fragrant. Vagrant. The second word is vagrant. The fragrant incorrect. vagrant. No, that's very incorrect. The second word oh, is... Still, that would be a, that would a be great really name good. for a stinky tramp. Yeah, that would be really, <laughs> that would be really good, Andy. I'm sorry, but the second word is flagrant. No. Okay, is now, the third word now? What do you flagrant? want to guess? Is the third word? Oh my god! I don't think I felt more pressure ever. Fragrant. Fragrant. Flagrant. Is <laughs> the next word flagrant? <laughs> what are you doing? It's vagrant, isn't it? It's hey? vagrant. Is it vagrant? The third word is vagrant. You are correct, really good. Andy. The I thing is really... that every time you get a word right, neither of us feel the joy that you should feel. Yeah. <laughs> we actually feel disappointed when you get it right. It's like the opposite of achievement. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's true. It's so weird. Mm. This is Andy. We have put these things in place. These are games. These are the things that are normally put in place for fun, for, fun, for pleasure, for enjoyment. Yes. And somehow we've created an anti-game. Well, well, you've created the game, Alastair, oh. where <laughs> it's impossible for it's supposed to be impossible for me to guess it, and then I tr try to guess it, and I get it wrong, and then you. Make fun of me for getting it wrong. That's the fun. Yeah. Actually getting it right. There's nothing there. There's no... It's so weird. But it's also mm. that... I think that maybe there's no fun in getting things right in real life. 
Um, because it's yeah. there's kind of an order to things. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. I think you know what I think it is. It's because knowledge is kind of, in a way, not entirely your fault. The, yeah. the knowledge that you have is in many ways random, and it's dependent on your upbringing mm-hmm. and, and your, you your privilege claim, and things like yeah. that. And so I think that knowing things for real is not fun. But then also not knowing things for not, like knowing things by accident is not that fun. Other than, mm. like maybe it's because you work them out most of the time. Mm-hmm. And so the only way in which it's fun is that if it's in impossibly <laughs> in improbable that you would get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only yeah, way that so- we will experience fun other than me mocking you for not getting something mm. that's impossible. <laughs> mm. It's me guessing a completely random word. Yeah. Yeah. I think working something out using your brain feels like cheating. It's cheating. Yeah. Mm. It's dawn cheating. <laughs> dawn cheating. <laughs> That's, okay. That's when you come up with something English that you think is English. <laughs> um, okay. So the words are fragrant, fl- flagrant, vagrant. Mm. Right. Yeah. Fragrant. I mean, fragrant, fragrant. I get I uh, fa- fragrant, vagrant. That's, mm. that's already perfect. You know, obviously. Mm. That's a thing that is exists in the world. Now, flagrant. Yeah. I, I, what entirely does flagrant mean? What if we start a um, a charity that dispenses perfumes to the homeless? <laughs> it's the most insulting charity. Yeah. 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 It has no benefit to them. But in our minds, it makes. I, I guess it makes them l- l- more, less unappealing you know you know to passers-by. It's a, it's a charity. <laughs> <laughs> that hands out give, uh, like like hampers to the needy. Mm. And so sometimes it just gives your husband or your wife some deodorant. Okay. Because <laughs> they're considered needy. Yeah. Right? Because they needy deodorant. Because they're, <clears throat> they're, they, they're stinky. Mm. And so they're in need of deodorant, right? Mm. Yeah. And but then sometimes it's like, yeah, sometimes it delivers food to, the, you know, to the needy. But then, well, I mean, the thing is that this this could just be a a perfume company that mm. somehow gets a tax break through giving unsold. <laughs> <laughs> Unsold perfume, perfume that's unpopular. Yes. There, there's. They claim that it goes to a charity, which goes to the needy. But mm. all they do is they get people to tell them if their partner is stinky, <laughs> stinky people in their lives, and then they deliver free perfume to them, and they can get a full tax break, extra tax break. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. 
are you uncomfortable with the idea of the homeless being involved in any way? Do well, you the, the find actual, that? Well, I feel like my new, my new version has no homeless involved. It's the yeah, need, it, I know. That's why I that changed I'm, to the word uh, needy. Yes, first. and that's why I'm asking you if you're uncomfortable with the homeless um, component. No, I'm not. I'm not because I think that it is a funny thing for a charity to try to do. Yes. Um, and that maybe they expand to regular people sure. as a response <laughs> to them being accused of just basically their 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 mission statement essentially accuses homeless people of being stinky. <laughs> yeah, I think uh you know they're quite high-end perfumes in my mind. Mm. Um uh yeah, flagrant. What does that mean? That means sort of almost flamboyant. In it your disregard of an action for considered wrong or immoral, conspicuously or obviously offensive. There you go, conspicuously. I mean, this is a pretty much a perfect description of these people who yeah. <laughs> use their charity of un uh, like which to sell to get rid of their unused yes um, perfume by giving it. To the homeless, <laughs> to mm. make them less stinky. But to have galas, that's the part where it becomes a gala where they're... <laughs> and like where people are getting sprayed and famous people. It's a nice, um, nice idea, though. Like, instead of uh, everybody being interested in the... Uh, the dresses that are being worn and there's a televised red carpet event where it's all about the smells, the, the perfumes that are people are wearing as they walk up the, up the red carpet. Now the people at home, uh, they won't be able to see any of that, but they'll be able to read reviews of the best smelling yes. celebrities. And they'll be able to, see, you know, see the faces of, mm. of the, of the sort of the, uh, Red carpet, you know, nose owners. Mm, yeah, nose owners. Nose owners. <laughs> you know how you know people complain that people, you know, they're like, oh, people with um, womb owners or whatever. What do they call the? You know, what's that word? Uh, that- uh, yeah, people people with a uterus or something. Is that right? Or like something like that? Person yeah, with yeah. a person with a uterus or something person like that. Person who menstruates, where, something like yeah, that Yeah, maybe? that kind of thing where like that people get it really upset or whatever. They're like, oh, oh so upsetting. that term upsets me. Like that. <laughs> oh, I'm upset I'm, by I'm sure people are using that a lot when they're talking mm, to in people. In their lives, yeah. Um, and, and you're like, oh, people with noses. <laughs> we just prefer to use them. As people with noses. <laughs> it's an inclusive term. <laughs> Who does it include? <laughs> but I mean Everyone. That's how inclusive it is. That's that's what that's the whole point. That's what it means. Because often we say how um how do you think that 
<laughs> when you refer to a funk. Um, how do you think that affects people with noses? Um, <laughs> but I guess it doesn't affect... <laughs> I'm trying to find a situation in which it affects his peoples who have noses. I think I think it is funny to talk about. Well, yeah, I know the smell um, is unhappy, uh, you know, un, unsavory to mm. some people. We have to remember though that this only affects people with noses. That's right. You know, like if you're trying to talk down a situation. That's right. And we um, don't want to um, only consider the perspective of nose havers. Do you think of this the is nostrally privileged? The nostrally privileged, the people, the 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 um what's oh the olfactory hold the olfactory hold yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you call the the nostril I'm trying trying to say hold as an h o l e d yeah yeah um, I get it oh the middle feist hold look it doesn't work but I think do you think that's enough. I think it's okay. Do you think this is, think this is the okay. kind of standard that we're going to have in season four? I think I'm excited to find out. I mean, because this feels like we're setting a precedent. <laughs> it's I hard not to feel a, like we, we have to follow a, this precedent. If we set a precedent of I think having s- this much fun on a podcast, yeah. I'm all for it, Alistair. Right. Well, because I feel with season three, we tried to like relax things somewhat. Like ah, season three. That's what sketches, and it's not that important. But eventually, Andy, this is just a talking pad podcast. If we keep rela- relaxing, things. no, I don't think it is. I don't think it is, and I think in some ways we've actually stuck to our brief a lot more than a lot of other podcasts. You know what? We're. Do you think this is the best best podcast that's ever been made? <laughs> I can't answer that question. Alistair. No, Andy. Andy, tell me honestly. Do you think? Do you think this is the best podcast that's ever been made? This episode. And I want or this you to know I'm feeling really fragile tank. emotionally at the moment. This episode or no, two no, in the think tank in general? Two in the think tank. I think two in the think tank is the most important podcast that's ever been made. And possibly the no, 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 but single most important piece of media. I asked if it was important. I said, is it the best? Oh yeah, it's the best. Okay. I, I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't the best. If it if it wasn't it, the best, I'd be doing ridiculous. some other podcast. It would seem ridiculous yeah. to spend our time doing there, this if it wasn't the best. If this podcast. wasn't the best, I would go and be on the best podcast. That's why? True. What, oh why God. would you be on any podcast? Why would isn't the best? Why podcast? wouldn't you just leave to be on? Do go on. Exactly. You know, it's like why don't you build the whole plane out of black box? Why don't you make all? Why don't you build the All whole the podcast. podcast out of Black Andy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a really interesting point. All right. Well, I guess I'll I'll take making... us through the sketch ideas. We've got... Um, apo- I'm actually a little scared to hear these. Apologizing genuine for... You, your subconscious, for your, oh, for your subconscious and bodies. Yeah, um, yeah. I think this is good. Yeah, I mistakes. Think that's something. Yeah. Then we've got squished caveman depression comic. That's good. Yeah, then we've got ballpoint pencil, which is definitely a sketch idea. 
Then we've got guy whose ideas have entirely <laughs> come from writing his his what I'm what writing implement he's using. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Um, then we've got time. And then there's a point at the end where somebody, an interviewer, asks him. Where do your ideas come from? <laughs> yeah, that's really good. And we've got time travel <laughs> so that we can bring caveman to dinosaur times. Yeah. And then we've got perfume perfume company who donates perfume to the homeless mm-hmm. and the stinky. The mm-hmm. the whole thing start is entitled the stinky. That's good. Yeah. Mm. What do you think, Andy? Should we go into the song? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Are you doing something with a glass? Have you got a glass up to your face? Yeah, it's different acoustic properties. I was giving it, yeah, and I was... Talking into the glass to give it a little bit of reverb. Uh, um, listeners, if you want to know what, um, if you if you liked the tone and the vibe of this episode, you're going to love episode 400 coming up in a very short space of time. Yeah, we're insane got, that it's arrived. We've got less less than two weeks until it starts, and so mm. get ready, get your lives ready. Let's hope that. Nothing go- happens to stop us from doing this. Start the process of lowering your standards now, and then because it can be dangerous to lower anti- them suddenly. Lower your <laughs> lower them a little bit every and day. Increase your anticipation. So it's not a shock. Because <laughs> when you lower your standards, do you think it's impossible to increase your anticipation? No, like it's no, 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 no. I think lowering standards could be the no, no, an important part. Sorry, of I, I meant it's impossible to not increase your anticipation. So yes, yes, because you you're it, it's going the relative to your standards. The show is going to get better and better. That's right. He's so, like, oh yes. God, the show's going to be so good with the low standards I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really good. Oh, yeah. That's a way to increase uh, the anticipation. <laughs> Expectations. I have been lowering my standards so much for this. <laughs> My expectations. I started lowering my standards hard. two years ago, so oh. you can imagine how excited I am. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine this will disappoint me. <laughs> my expectations are low, but my no, my my standards are low, but my expectations are so high. <laughs> oh no! Of what you could achieve with such. Love. Anyway, Andy, and we love, love you. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.